the Greeks had this idea of a god named Phobos. And uh, Phobos was a god who would uh, hover over battlefields. And if anyone fed Phobos a little bit of fear, he would start to grip them. And, and his gripping them would make them more afraid. And it led to this moment where Phobos would get a hold of you and you could not escape. And you would run away. And this is where we get the words phobia. The idea of being so gripped by fear that we literally can't escape the grasp. It's actually a really good image, I think, for any kind of sin. I really do. Sin doesn't stop on its own. Uh, gosh, it wasn't too long ago, uh, I got a letter, and it was about three pages of, uh, I'm not reverent enough at Mass. And it was just a, a, a gargantuan letter, just close your eyes and start swinging. And it was addressed to me and the deacons and Father Lay, three pages of what a bad job we're doing, yeah? And it's fine, yeah. But one of our deacons wrote back. I was like, oh, I wouldn't touch that bear. You know what I mean? You just, you just let it walk around, you know? Um, it was such a lovely letter, just about five sentences. And it was very sweet. Well, the original writer wrote me and told me he got the most hateful letter from our deacon. So I went back to our holy deacon and I said, bro, did you write another letter? No. And I went back and looked and it was just, hey, you know, thank you. We try to be holy. Uh, I don't think the tone of your letter was like a Christian would write. You accused. That was it. The first letter receiver was so hurt and angry, uh, it was unreal. And when we met, I said, did you see any hatefulness or cruelty in your letter? No, I just spoke the truth. Oh, okay. Um, this is how it works. I spent three days thinking about this. How can you be so blind to your own sin, huh? Oh, and then you know what the next question was. Oh, Lord, what am I like totally blind to? What sin of mine has so got a hold of me that I don't even notice it anymore? I'll notice it in you, <laughs> yeah, because that's easy. But will I let Jesus identify for me where I have been so grabbed that I don't even call it being grabbed? This is what happened to Lazarus and the rich man, you know. And I don't know if you caught this. The, the basic idea, the rich man's sin wasn't that he's rich. It's that he was so narcissistic he couldn't even see Lazarus as a human. And, and here's what happened when he died. It got worse. He's talking to Abraham, not Lazarus. He knew one of those two people. The poor guy, but he didn't talk to him. And what was he telling Abraham three times? Send Lazarus to help me. He was so stuck in his way of thinking that Lazarus was a tool not a child of God, that it even was consuming him in death. 
Lent is a great time to get after it, whatever it may be. Any sin that we've got a little bit of affection for, we, won't, we might call it even good, or we might say, well, that's a sin, but it's not a bad one. It's our cute little sin that we pat, yeah? Here's the thing. Jesus wants us free. The people around us would very much like us free. Our sin hurts them too, yeah? And what we need is to be at war with sin so that as we move along through our lives, living the love of Jesus, we start to see those blind spots that we've missed all along. Those ways that we have let sin get a hold of us so tight that we don't even notice it anymore. This is, uh, to me, and believe it or not, this is the short version. If this was a Sunday homily, you'd be in a lot of trouble, yeah. Uh, but there's so much packed in here, isn't there? That when Jesus gets a hold of you, oh, you know it. And you experience it as freedom. When sin gets a hold of us, we experience blindness and captivity. So Jesus, thank you for telling us the truth, huh? And help us always to be concerned with holiness, to not make friends with our sin, to be at peace with how loved we are by God and the people around us, even in our sin, and always ready to discover and to eradicate those blind spots. Amen? Amen. Okay.